Hello there. Welcome to this latest Chats with Charlie podcast. Great to have Phil Berg with me today. Hey, Phil, how are you? I'm very good, Charlie. In fact, I'm really good. Come on, it's coming home. It, well, I, I wasn't going to say it's coming home, but uh, yeah, we're recording this the, uh, or the day after the semi-final with uh, Denmark. Who knows when you listen to this... Uh, well, we'll either be in despair or uh, in uh, in ecstasy. Who knows? Uh, we'll uh, we'll see what happens on Sunday. But uh, it certainly feels good to be where we are right now, doesn't it? Yes. Cool. Well, we're here today to well, much as we'd love to talk about football, uh, and uh, well, you probably don't want us to talk about football. We're here to talk about something else. Uh, and the, the thing we're going to talk about today, you'll probably know me uh, or have heard of uh, something I, I call myself an unnatural networker, um, and that's been. Something that I identify with for, for, for a long time, uh, wrote a book on it. Uh, and the news here is that I've got a second book coming out very soon. It's going to be out in the autumn. It's called The Unnatural Promoter. It's not a million miles removed to The Unnatural Networker, but it talks about how people, some people don't feel comfortable with self-promotion. I, they can be very good at what they do. Actually, when they're in delivery mode, whatever industry they're in, whatever they do, they're great at it. It's about feeling confident to go out and self-promote effectively to get the opportunities in the first place. And when the reason I particularly wanted to fill on this, and we were having a chat about this in preparation the other day, was that I've, I honestly, I've known Phil a long time, but I've misunderstood or misread or, you know, hadn't taken Phil for being an unnatural promoter. I thought, Phil confident, knows what he's doing, always knows what to say, all sorts of things. And yet, Phil says he's an unnatural promoter. So, Phil, go on, explain. I got it wrong. Um, you know, you said that, Charlie, and I, I love working with you. You know, we've known each other for a long time. I don't know that you got it wrong. Did I get it right? The fact that you thought that of me means that I've done a good job because in the situations that I've been in, as you know, as a speaker, as someone that needs to give other people confidence, as someone that tries to empower others, and you see me in that mode, maybe I've just done a good job, and you haven't yeah, seen that's, or that's, known that's that an interesting point. I did, yeah, I didn't even, didn't even, didn't even realize. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's, 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 you've hidden yeah. this effectively. Well, it, it almost goes to bless you. A lot of us have self doubts, which I have lots. You had a self doubt there. You immediately went, "You got it wrong," but I don't know that you got it wrong. Maybe I've just done a good job in that mode. So, you know, we, we've known each other for a long, long time. And I love you. I'm close with you. And, yeah, I'm, I suppose you wouldn't know it because, you know, when we've been out sadly watching Spurs, right, we've had a laugh as a friend. That situation wouldn't arise. When you see me on a stage, I'm going to be nothing else but positive. But the point is you're in delivery mode there, aren't you? And so Correct. at that point, yeah, you know, I, I'm exactly the same. When I'm in delivery mode, I'm I'm comfortable. I have I have no issues with it. It's 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 the bit before that that I, I, I often struggle with, and and that's what surprised me that you you find that a bit tough as well. You, if you never had to self promote, you, you, oh. you'd probably try and avoid it, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Look, there are people that love their sound of their own voice. There are people that will be perceived as they love the sound of their own voice. So I suppose as a speaker. People will think, you know, I, I love being on that stage. I love the audience, etc. It's actually my way of being able to affect as many people as possible. If I didn't have to go onto a stage ever again, it wouldn't be something I'm crying out for. I'm a situational extrovert. But boy, oh boy, do I freak. Lots of self-doubt, 
don't want to let myself down, don't want to let people down. But you'll never know that because actually, and I'm not asking your audience to ever do this if ever I'm speaking in front of them, but actually when I'm in the back of the room prior to speaking, then I'm probably punching the walls, I'm probably doing some stupid dance, I'm bouncing up and down. You'd think I'm going into a boxing match, for goodness sake. And actually, it's not even to kind of say to myself, come on, Phil, you know, it's actually, come on, Phil, get away from this. I'm feeling sick, I'm feeling nauseous, I don't want to let anyone down, but then I say, I'm ready. It's like there's two shoulders. There's one shoulder on me like a film saying, you know, you can let people down. And the other one on there going, come on, no, you're not. And it's almost, I am fighting those demons. And what I know, like anything, like in sport, like in anything you do, Charlie, you're a marathon runner. You're looking at your, you know, your triathlons. You just think about what mindset you get yourself in for training. You think about when you're on, in your car, um, on your way to running the marathon. At some stage, you get into mode. And then you're off. That's how I tend to cope with it. But no, I'm not. I'm not what you see. Yeah. No, I, 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 I certainly identify with something. And certainly the nerves of, uh, you know, or, or the, 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 the pre, pre-match build-up, if you like. Sorry, using the football analogy again there. Um, you know, just before you go and speak in public, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. For, for me... It's less about, you know, actually being on the stage is my happy place. I, I love doing it. It just, it, I have, I, it's where you can hopefully connect with your audience and you have, yes. you have good fun. I, I really enjoy it. For me, it's, it's almost a bit bef- before getting on stage, you've got the, the pre-match bit, but then it's before that uh, as yes. well for me. It's, it, it's the bit where you have to promote myself as a speaker in this case, but you know, it doesn't matter what, what, you know, where, wherever we are, if effectively in delivery mode, I'm, I'm very comfortable. It's, it's that bit where you getting the opportunity in the first place to be asked to speak or to be asked to, you know, build a website for someone or be asked to complete a building, whatever, whatever the, um, the, the, the job is, the delivery is the delivery. It's, it's about getting the opportunity in the first place. So do you find that that bit's hard for you as well? Or, or, or is that something a bit more comfortable? Funny enough, um, what helps me overcome that? I don't find it easy, um, but what helps me overcome that is whatever any of us are doing, they need to do it with purpose. So, for example, um, I'm running a sales training course at the moment, and I targeted X amount of people to phone and ask them if they'd like to come on the course, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that's the bit that freaks me out because that's where I'm like – God, have I got to pick up the phone and and and, and, and absolutely pro- actively promote to them? And honestly, I was going to use exactly the same words. You know, I can tell you that you know I had a plan. You should always have a plan, ideally each day. So, for example, uh, going back three months, right today, I'm going to phone those ten people with a goal that I'm going to get at least eight of them on my course. You know, if I tell you I phoned two of them, I mowed the lawn, I ironed my shirt, and I cooked. And I never mow the lawn. I never iron my shirts and I never cook. In other words, whatever I could do to pass the time to delay making the phone calls. I I'm made certainly, certainly recognizing those trades. There's no doubt about that. Right. But here's what got me. The fact is they need to be made. OK, so you have to you have to. If I don't make those phone calls, I don't get people on my course. If I don't get people on my course, I can't help them. I can't live. So there isn't a choice. This is what I do in business. And I've got to overcome myself. 
So okay. it comes down to the need to do it then. That, that's I the, that's believe the... so. Look, if you don't need to do it, you know, you may have a fear of spiders, okay? And I'd say to you, that's okay. So, for example, someone may say to me, I think I can't remember what it's called, but you know, someone's got a fear of spiders. They go, oh, do I'm going to try and cut over Arachnophobia. I, I wasn't yeah, sure of that. Yeah. I thought it was the open open space. That's why I didn't go there. But imagine that. Agoraphobia. There you go. We're getting an English language lesson as well we're, on your we're, podcast. That's why that? I left it. As my grandmother said. Anyway, arachnophobia. Sorry. Ah, yeah. My grandmother said to me, darling, you're better off to keep quiet and let people think you're a fool than open your mouth and let them know it. So I thought I'd just keep quiet and let you go for that one. So <laughs> here's my point. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think the thing is, if you said to me as a friend, which we are, and you said, hey, Phil, you know, you know, I've got this fear of spiders. And I said to you, yeah. And you said, I've booked, booked this session this afternoon. And by the end of it, I'm going to overcome my fear with spiders. And I'd say to you, fantastic. Why? Why? He said, actually, put like that, I don't know. Like, so what? So you've got a fear of spiders. Live with it. it you know, in other words, if it matters, you have to work out a way to do it. And what I'd say yeah. to everyone on this podcast, Charlie, sales matters. <laughs> Whether yeah, we like it or we don't. If you, want to, if, you want to, if you want to survive, you want to keep in business, you want to keep your job, whatever, you, you've got to be, a, be, be selling yourself and promoting totally. yourself. So I think the thing is, does it really matter whether you are an unnatural promoter? And I think your book, by the sound of it, it looks, looks, sounds brilliant, by the way. Does it matter if you are an unnatural promoter or not, in my opinion, no. What does matter is that you recognize it and you manage it. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I mean, it's essentially when we look at unnatural promoters, um, if, if my argument in the book, if, if you like, I don't want to just uh, undersell it, but it, effectively in simple terms, it says if you're not comfortable doing it, find a way to do it. And that way could be to go networking where other people, you build relationships with good people around you and they go and promote you. Uh, and, and that's what's, that's what, what networking is all about. There's another part of being an unnatural promoter that I want to focus on. And it's something that I, uh, having known you well for a long time, it's, it's something, you know, I just see you do it and I wish, I wish I could do this and you do it just so well. So another thing, we often go back to, to where these things come from. And it's a question of confidence as much as anything with, with me. Uh, and I'm, I'm similar for, for lots of other people in the same same position, being unnatural a promoter. But the, the key thing I lack confidence on is knowing how to get across my uh, arguments, probably the wrong word. It's not like I'm having a, a, a you know, a head to head with someone, but you know, getting across your point of view, getting across your version of events. And then for me, I struggle when someone comes back with, oh, but have you thought of X, whatever, whatever the counterpoint is. And that's where I often struggle. Um, and it, it even get, get you know it manifests itself in in ridiculous ways. It could be on a, a WhatsApp group with a bunch of mates. Honestly, this is not a serious you know discussion, life or death, or you know need need to need to do this to promote a business. This is a, a silly banterous banter type discussion, and I still feel oh I don't want to say that because I know what someone's going to come back with. What I, I was saying, I recognise in you and see you do so well. You so often know how to what to say and how to say it to get people to come back with you or come along with you and and be not be on your side it's the wrong yeah. word but you know, yeah. to, to really bring them along and buy them into what you're you're doing where, where do you think that skill comes from in you 
I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know what, you're, what you, you know what I'm talking about here. You, you yeah. just have a way with words to be able to get your point across, don't you? Yeah, I do know that. I think it's, look, you learn over the years. Uh, I think it was Nelson Mandela that gave a great quote. I never, ever lose. I either win or I learn. Okay. I never, ever lose. Yeah. I either win or I learn. And I was telling someone this story actually earlier today. So I, I, I played football at quite a high level, blah, 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 blah. And I just remember I, I always made, was my captain or leader. Duh, 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 duh. So before I developed, if you like, my style of leadership as a central defender in particular, and if you guys listening to this aren't in sports, you'll still understand that the, the, the point we're making. So I was a central defender. My job was to kind of stop the goals. OK, so if you like, Charlie, I would kind of go into a crunching tackle. OK, and I kind of go through the ball, go through the guy, put them up in the air. This sounds terrible, guys. Put them up in the air and then I turn around to my team. Imagine, please, going to war. And I was the front warrior. OK, so I'm the front warrior on my horse. Brave heart carrier. Exactly. Thousands of people yeah. behind us. And I'm and I've, on my horse. I can't see my guys behind me because they're behind me. Right. So it's this analogy. Right. We're going charge or I'm going charge right i get to the thousands in front of me and i and i and i kind of do the first swipe and then i go that's how you do it guys but i look back and my team haven't come with me and in other words it's i learned over many years that just because i'm going we can do this it doesn't mean that other people come with you so what i learn is when they can take ownership like hey guys we need to go into that battle do we understand why? And asking questions, if they say, well, no, we don't understand why. It's like, okay, well, if we don't, this is what's going to happen to our families. Does that now make sense? Well, yes, it makes sense. So now do you understand we need to go into the battle? Well, yeah, I suppose now we do. So it's asking questions where they go, yeah, that makes sense. But I will caveat that with, you can never have an argument with someone that's illogical and be prepared to lose because you haven't lost. You think of a parent-child situation, okay? Who has to generally win? In parent child is always going to be the parent, yeah. Right. But why can't they lose sometimes? So if you think about it, what's the point of a child ever arguing back? They're just going to be told they're wrong. So ultimately, if you can take ownership and get the child to say, Do you know, I never thought of it like that. Have you thought about it this way? So it's kind of... I always say, in whose style do you tell your, your parents off? Your children, <laughs> in whose style do you tell your parents off in? Oh, it'd be nice. Um, in whose style do you tell your children off in? And most people say, in my style or my parent style. Very few people say, I tell my child off in the style the child needs to hear it. It almost feels weak if I say, oh, hi, son, um, I need to speak to you. You know, mum, you come home and your wife says, your son. So apparently you're the only one that had him. Okay. And she tells you what he's done. And you say, son, get down here now. So of course he gets down here now. Then you say, mum said you did this. And Charlie, you have been a young son, right? So if I said to you, mum said you did this, what could you answer? It's, it's probably true to be fair. <laughs> okay. You probably, yes. But most people go, no, I didn't. No, yeah, yeah. Right. So then my skill as a father, because I'm very skilled, I go, yes, you did. Okay, so no, you didn't. Yes, you did. No, you did. In the end, you say, go and apologize. Because how do you end this conversation? What I learned to do, having had the same scenario, true story, was Jamie, it's my son's name. I need to speak to your son. When's it convenient for you? Can you imagine a father wanting to kill their son and going, when's it convenient for you? Like, hard to do. I go, when's it convenient for you? It's important. So he went, uh, now, 
Good idea, son. So all of a sudden, I've got him to do the same thing, but he's owned it. Then I said, mum's um, a little bit disappointed with you. Um, why? I just wanted to hit him. So I said, well, think about it. Just is there something you did this morning that she seemed upset about? And going along that trail, Charlie, so I don't go on to it, it was like, well, yeah, she seemed upset when I said this. I said, that's exactly what it was. And funny enough, he actually said to me, he said, why was she upset? And I thought, well, that's interesting. So I said, well, what did you mean? So the technique I'm showing you, Charlie, was all questions. What did you mean? He went, well, I meant this. So I said, well, that's not how she took it. So he said, well, how did she take it? And the whole point I'm demonstrating is I still didn't answer. I said, well, that's not how she took it. I understand what you're trying to deliver. How do you think she could have taken it? This was hard. But he literally went, well, I suppose she could have taken it like that. And I went, she did. So he went, well, that's not how I meant it. So I said, what do you think you should do? He said, perhaps I should go and have a word with her. And I've got to be honest, I kind of patted myself on the back when 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 I cheesed him. Sounds incredibly impressive to me because that—that's why I think uh, uh, you know this is where I see one of your such amazing qualities. You have that ability to to get your point of view across by bringing it out of people, bringing them people around, and yeah, just asking asking questions is such a such a great tip. There, it's it's so tempting to try and come up with the exact answers. Try tempting to try and have all the answers there that's that that solve the situation, if you like. But actually, you're you're just doing is chipping away by asking questions and bring them around that way aren't you but you have to be right you have to be right so it's not a question of manipulation it's a question where they can't go hmm, hmm. you know you you're almost getting them to kind of go i hate you charlie but <laughs> yeah and listen you know we're friends you and i right we've been there yeah, no, okay. I, 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 I can identify that, and I, I've I've had to speak to you about somebody or whatever. I'm not saying in, in no, no, context. absolutely. And I'm like, oh my god, I I know Phil's great at this. He's gonna come, he's gonna be asking questions back at me, and uh, yeah, no, I've, I've seen. But seen, you seen, have seen, you to know. be right, you know. Yeah. You have to be humble enough as well that you know who knows everything, and it's an arrogance to think you do. So everyone has opinions, but there are people that are opinionated. I am not opinionated. I have opinions, but I know that I don't know everything. So all I ask is that someone shows me the respect of an explanation. And as you would know, if your explanation, I kind of go, that makes total sense. I'm out of there. Thank you very much. I never saw it like that. That's how about being humble. If the explanation does not make sense, I'm staying there. Now, yeah. however, if the outcome really, this is the biggest ending, if the outcome doesn't make a difference to you so let's say and that hasn't happened between us because we're too close but let's say we're having a difference of opinion and and let's say i factually know i'm correct it, it could be something factual like what's the capital of whatever so i know i'm correct okay and you just want to argue with me you know it's parent child again the only way this is over is when you agree with me okay guys i'd say to everybody do you know how many arguments people think i've lost hear those words People think I've lost and I have no problem them thinking it. It wasn't worth the time. So actually, it's a gift. They go off happy. I go off happy anyway. They think they've won. I know they haven't. There's a fight another day. It's not important. Yeah. No, it's fascinating hear, hearing that because, as, as I say, from an unnatural promoter's perspective, I, I, I struggle with the confidence to get my point of view across. 
and just seeing a, a, a master do it like uh, like you've just done there is uh, is a real education. So can I give uh, my I, lovely I, friend one tip? Go on. Maybe your fear is coming on the wrong focus. Okay, what helps me is what outcome am I trying to create in this conversation? So if, for example, I mean, you're a you're a top guy, Charlie, if you're trying to help somebody, OK, you have to stay. If it's important to get your point over, you don't be frightened of being straight and say, look, the reason I'm doing this is because this will be the benefit to you. If they want to have an argument with you, let them have it. It, yeah. it, it doesn't affect your life. The funny, this is a funny thing. So often it's... It, this is this is just a genuine unnatural promoter really speaking here it's often not a life or death situation or a, a big argument it's just about getting a point of view across in any situation um you know with the, with the knowledge that people will come back and and, and give their point of view so the right it's, it's just a, the right yeah. people will. some people love an argument you'll recognize that you know that's not your style and you're lovely for that it's not my style let it you know let it go i mean i remember yeah. years ago i was telling you this before Jackie and I were invited to a party that we, we really shouldn't have been invited to. It was our daughter's friend's parents' 60th. But we didn't even really know them. We were invited yeah. to a nice restaurant. There was been about 100 people, okay? I personally, and you know this, Charlie, we speak to people all day, every day. So guess what I don't want to do when I'm socialising, okay? Because <laughs> I am an unnatural promoter. I don't want to talk about me. I don't even exist. So ultimately, I remember Jackie and I were standing by the bar. Okay, uh, we're not drinkers; we're just standing by the bar. I'm happy. I love my wife. We're talking. To, I'm talking to Jackie, and this lady came over with her husband. She said, "Oh, you look like you don't know anybody," and, and she was being a perfect host, right? Lovely. She wasn't even the host, by the way. She was acting the host. So I was like, yeah. "That was true networking." So I just remember saying, "Oh no, no, we don't really." And I wanted to say, "Like we don't really, but we're quite happy." Bye. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. So she said, all oh, right. She said, um, you know, I'm so-and-so and I'm so-and-so. Hi. She said, what do you do? And I, I just had to say it because I wouldn't normally do it. Like they said, oh, funny enough, I help strangers speak to strangers. So she said, oh, you're doing a good job then. And I didn't want to say, yeah, but I don't want to. So I, I absolutely love your topic. I love the subject of your book. I'm proud of you for it. And I think it's going to make a difference to a lot of people. And yeah, if I've hidden it from you well, I've done a good job. Having a job, and, yeah, and 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 there's great tips there for any unnatural promoter out there because, I th as you say, I, I, there are a lot of people out there who, as I say, know they're good at what they do. They are great at what they do. It's just getting the opportunity, uh, and uh, I'd love to help more people get uh, get more of those opportunities if we possibly can. Well, I would um, say to but, everyone and you, go give a hug to people that you don't think need a hug. All right, because it's people like me that give it to everybody else that can be quite lonely when you're in your own room. So people yeah. aren't necessarily what they seem. That's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great lesson. Um, we must wrap up because uh, it's, uh, well, it always goes, it goes by in a flash whenever we have these, uh, these, these chats. Uh, I appreciate having you on, Phil. Some great learnings there, great messagings. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I think that's such a, an interesting point to end on. You just don't know what really is going on sometimes. And you know, you've got to, you've got to go and connect with people to find out. Uh, and go and give them that hug. So, yeah, um, do. Phil, do. Be well. Thank I, you, Charlie. Appreciate having having you on. It's been uh, it's been an education. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you. And come on, England. Is it coming home on Sunday? 
I this, don't this will know. Be I, dated by the by the time this is heard, but never mind. I don't know. We have a chance. I'm just disappointed that we're celebrating winning the semi-final like we've won the World Cup. That for me is disappointing. Yeah, we've got to go, got to go and win it. So here we go. We'll we'll, we'll see what happens on Sunday. Thanks, uh, good stuff. Cheers, Bill. Um, we'll uh, we'll chat soon uh, and uh, look out. To, uh, perhaps uh, love to have you back on uh, the, the podcast at some point soon. See you cool. Thank you very have much. Have a good one. Cheers. Be well. Good luck with the book. <laughs>